Alright then, yo, what's good you guys? This is Yo Correct here, and um, welcome to our collaboration podcast um, with, um, with uh, Subject Pixels, um, aka, um, AKA, well, um, Project Pixel video game podcast, um, and we're just gonna be running this thing together as a little joint that we decided to do because, you know, um, um, one thing, um, we need, we need collaboration partners, another thing, it helps boost audience size, so we just decided to do this a little bit, um, a little bit for you guys, so you guys can, um, check us out, um, most of you guys already know my link, but if you don't know, um, uh, Pixel's link, Pixel, can you type your link to your, um, podcast in the, in the chat for me, please? Thanks, dude. Um, so that they that way my audience can have a copy of the link and I'll leave a link in the description of my podcast today our discussion and the main focus of our discussion is going to be video game descriptions um description um subscriptions <laughs> oh my god subscriptions sorry okay uh, and that's gonna be the main scope throughout the entire thing and if we have to change topic um, topic then that's all right doesn't really matter but you know um we'll see what happens okay all right then so i'm gonna let pixels um start the podcast on his end um so he can do his little intro of course um i'm a deaf in everything so he can do his intro and then he's gonna type when he's done um but while i'm deaf and i'll still be talking to you guys okay all right then um, so for those that for, for those that don't know Project um, Project Pixel, a video game podcast, um, their podcast is a podcast sim- much much similar to ours um, that um, that discusses gaming topics. However, um, however, while Project Project Pixels um, does not dis- does not record live gameplay, so if um, um, onto their podcast, at least not that I know of, and it's and matter of fact, it's very rare. Um, so, um, with that with that being said, if any of you guys are interested in them in like um, following the link to any of their stuff, I've got to stop following the link to any of their stuff then um yeah and there is there are four of them yeah there are typically four of them subject pixels is one of them he's their head representative the other guys couldn't make it tonight i apologize um sometimes um people can't make it for whatever reasons my friend disaster chief is probably in bed right now it's like it's like literally um two or three maybe four o'clock in the morning where he where he lives um and it and it is actually i think it's like 5 a.m in the morning where he lives he's i think he lives in switzerland so yeah it's um it's that it's that far um ahead that they're um not online right now and um for any and my friend iso for those that don't know um he's working on some music he's working on some tracks for me right now so yeah all right then um i just undeafened and looks to me like he's done so i'm gonna let project pixels take it away with it with the start of the discussion so one of the main reasons why i wanted to have this podcast was because Currently, the gaming industry is growing, it's evolving. Out through the past two years, the gaming industry has taken the entertainment um, industry tenfold. It's still the leading source of entertainment 
if you think about it one video game could last you a decade people are still playing games from 1980 so with that in mind video games can only go one way from here and that's forward we've seen in the past 20 years even in the past 30 years that video games have has evolved in many different ways but one of the main ways is through subscriptions currently right now we deal with a lot of subscription services like hulu netflix disney plus everything you could think of there's a subscription for it and now the gaming industry is taking their turn with their subscription model each company has their own model um right now one of the main companies out there is of course xbox xbox is pushing their game pass and now even netflix has gotten involved into the gaming subscription service as well as um you know many others like uh google stadia apple arcade amazon and they even including playstation playstation has their playstation now not all of these subscription services compare the same to like uh, xbox game pass but there's so many out there there's so many different varieties but the real question is what does these subscription services have to offer me how can these subscription services help me or am i in reality spending more money than i wanted to okay then yeah what are your thoughts on that um so i always look at the subscription service um um as being as being for two main reasons well number one to make money but number two is um to be geared towards the player um as of recently um game pass has started making and microsoft have in, in particular have started making acquisitions um like bethesda and um in even in most history historic past minecraft and mojang studios and some of their subsidiaries and they've started making acquisitions like those and in some cases turning them into um console exclusives so they um so they can they can essentially um gravitate people towards their subscription services and with playstation now it's basically the same thing um games like spider-man and other console exclusives um are being um made, made exclusive to their platforms so they can get people to come there but there are also some other subscription services too, like you said, Netflix and Amazon, um, and 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 even I think in the future, in the near future, with the new release of Steam Deck, Steam might get involved on the subscription service as well in the future, in future from PC. Some PC services, um, like Google and whatnot, are trying to get into action. And I don't think Nintendo has um, has their own full-blown subscription service for games yet. They do have a subscription for multiplayer, and it's dirt it's almost dirt cheap compared to other consoles. I think it's because theirs is not that good in my in my book. Um, but um, but with that being said, um, Nintendo does and Nintendo does have it in some form. They just might not have. Um, a game subscription service where you get online and games for bundle, but this is my main point that I all that I always I always make uh, make a case for when dealing with subscription services. My whole thing is like essentially maybe the subscription service is not really needed for online and for games, and what I mean by that is is essentially. We pay for the games 
we pay for the console and um and so the game the games that we pay for the console that we pay for the controllers the accessories all of that all of that goes back to fund the company and so um and, um and so and so my thing is without the without the gamer the company wouldn't exist so I feel, at least in my opinion, that if we pay, if we pay for the games, the consoles, the accessories, um, and um, and e and even in and even in some case, if some cases, pay for DLCs and uh, and other um, different things that have to go have to go with the game. Um, my case, my case has been since we do that, why can't the subscription service be free? Because, you know, since we, since we're paying for that, technically, te I wouldn't say that they owe us the um the opportunity to have it for free, but maybe, but maybe if they're, maybe they're getting their money, they are getting their money from other sources, and their parent companies are def are definitely rich in money as well. And even and even though and even though the game develop the game developers get um, a portion of that money, most of it still does end up going back to the back to the company as well. So my whole argument has been the game companies and the game developers should be the ones to make a good make a good quality game. Taking the subscription service and making it free does two things. Number one, it rewards the player for paying for the games and for paying and for paying for the console and the accessories. And number two, it gives it gives the game developers more of a more of a duty to their gamers to create quality games because if they don't recreate quality games and they don't make extra money off of the subscriptions that they're that the companies that um basically partner with them if they don't get that extra money then they have to rely solely on their game to sell well and so and so with that with that being the case um, that should provide incentive for them to create better quality games, especially some of the lesser-known titles. Some of them need to step up their game a little bit, and this would provide them with more of an incentive to do it. So, um, it, it, um, I don't think it's ever going to happen in the near future, but maybe in the future when we get closer to that point, that them, them, and there's a cultural shift, maybe there might start to be some changes made in that field. Uh, your thoughts on that? So what you're saying is that you think the games, if you if you have a subscription, the game should be free essentially. Well, mu well, well, mu much more, much more if you if you're paying for the game and the console. It's the other way around. If you pay for the game and the console, then the then the subscri then there should be no subscription. The subscription should not be required. Is what I'm saying. So essentially, you're basically wiping out the online fees and all that. You're um you're you're making money only off console accessories and game sales, not off of subscription sales. So, so that the problem is the problem with that model is though is that the the companies want to make money like not even annually. They want to make it weekly. They want to make it monthly. So how would that model work? They want they want a reason for the gamer to keep coming back and spending more money. So instead of just paying like a uh, you know a twenty dollar fee for a game or just buying a console, they need ways for you to keep spending money. So they got the battle pass, 
as well as like the EA Play subscription and the Ubisoft subscription. They have all this other stuff that they want you to spend extra money on. Right, um, right. So my answer to that being is that the um is that maybe they don't necessarily have to wipe out the all the subscriptions necessarily. But I think I think I think maybe and we at least we should try to test it. So maybe not eliminate like EA Play or Game Pass. But let's start small. Let's start with like Xbox Live Gold or PlayStation Pro. Start with Gold and PlayStation Pro and eliminate those first and see how you do. If you do well, then slow then then you may not be able to take EA Play because that's a third party service. But you can take the Game Pass and the PlayStation Now and then cut that out. If that does well, then you take it a step further and then the third parties, you'll leave it up to them whether or not to take their stuff out. So you, so you, um, you so the solution to that is not to do it all at once, but to take it one step at a time. If it fails, then revert back. But if it succeeds, then step forward. It's, a, it's, essentially, it's essentially a test. Um, I feel like that would be a test. Um, but well, that, the, the that, other argument is that, you know, you, you know, you mentioned uh, Xbox Game Pass. Xbox Game Pass has a very great deal. I mean, you can spend $8, $9, even $15 for uh, PC and Ultimate, and you get all these games for free, essentially. And then you get all the new games that come out within that time period. So it's like people think that Xbox Game Pass is the revolution of, of video games. This is how video games should have always been. And if you think about it, in the past, we had stuff like Gamefly. Gamefly, you could just, uh, that was a subscription service. You uh, you spend, what, $30, and then you could play whatever amount of games for a month. You know, that was sent to your house. It wasn't digital or anything like that. But I think what Xbox Game Pass did was they kind of took that model, reamped it, and they made it work. Right. So, it, so how would they, how would that affect gaming if they took that out? I think that right now, with Xbox's model of, hey... You pay $1 for uh, Game Pass starting off. You get three months of uh, Game Pass for free, essentially. You get the three months for $1, and you can play all these games as much as you want. So that right there is very enticing. It's hard to say, well, I could spend $60, or I could spend $30 for one game, or I could drop $1, and now I have 200-plus games for three months. Um, and so, and something else, something else, to, something else about that. Um, the, um, um, the, um, this, um, and I, and don't mind, don't blame, um, don't blame me for, blame me for elaborate, for elaborating on that a little bit, mm-hmm. but I think, I, um, um, and then, and then too, you have a good, you have a fair argument that they might not want to remove it for that reason. So here, so here's something to think about. Maybe not remove it entirely or keep it as it is. But you know what? Maybe reduce the price. I mean, right now, after your three months is up, you have to go back to paying fifteen dollars for Game Pass. Why not? Um, well, that, that's why, why if you not, have why not ultimate. Make it che- yeah, if you have ultimate or right or like ten dollars if you have Game Pass um, standalone. So why not make it cheaper? And as as, as, a, as a matter of fact, why not? Why not? Force like why not take away the Game Pass as a standalone and the Gold as a standalone, and and make it make it Game Pass Ultimate and then lower the price. So like say instead of a fifteen dollar, um, price tag, why not a six dollar price tag? 
$2 for Xbox Live Gold, $2 for Game Pass, $2 for EA Play, and all, and all of that as a whole is 6 bucks. So you start off with 6 bucks for a year and then and um, and then a, and then after a year then you go back to paying full price. So I'm um, $6 a month. So you know like you know like Spotify Premium, their stuff is $10 a month for a month for the whole service. And if you get the student plan if you're a, if you're a student then, um, then it is five dollars. Like I'm on the student plan. It's five dollars a month for Spotify Premium, Hulu, and Showtime. So it's essentially a reduced cost. So why not do why not do the same thing with Xbox? Why not bundle it? Why not keep the bundle together? Because because essentially what Xbox gave you already is a great plan because you get for the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. You get the Xbox Live, okay? So that comes with it. You, you get Xbox Live, but you also get the Game Pass and EA Play. So instead of spending money on EA Play, I don't know the price of it at the top of my head. I'm going to have to look it up. Um, instead of spending money for the EA Play, that comes with the Game Pass. And not to mention, with Xbox Live Gold, you get those free games a month. So you get free game offers, some of them AAA games, that you get to keep you could download them on your console so each month you have uh, i believe it's three games that you get to choose from you could download all three if you want and you get to keep those games and then you get a library of 200 plus games and then if there's a new game that comes out it's automatically on game pass day day one and then you get the ea play library on top of that all wrapped in for fifteen dollars, or you could get the one month of Game Pass Ultimate for one dollar. Oh yeah, and I do want I do before we go on, I do want to do want to highlight one benefit. One benefit to what you just said is okay. that is that not, is that not on, not only do you get all of that, but that uh, did you ever think that maybe the subscription get, um, actually puts money back into the player's pocket so that if so that if there's a, if they, so that they can try the game on game pass and if there's a game and if there's a game that they or, or maybe two games that they want off of xbox game pass like i don't know destiny 2 or any of its dlcs that are um that are like really good then they're paying the monthly subscription and then per month that get per month that a month and plus their job or whatever else they have going on if they have any money left over then that's money then that's money they can they can they have there's more money they have to spend to pay to pay to have pay per month to have the best game um permanently so the so um so so essentially um by having that subscription with all those free games, you get to try all the free games and, and play them consistently. And if you find a game that you really like playing, then you'll have more money in your pocket by um by the end of the by the end of the year. So by the end of the year, um the money that um or by the end of the month in some cases, the money that you have left over, you can put that money back um into a game or two that you really enjoyed off a of Game Pass and own it permanently. So that um so that is that is one that is one of the many benefits to, benefits to that um that that I've noticed is that with the Game Pass people have more money to spend to actually buy games to own, um, which is true yeah, so, of, which is true across most other subscriptions too because you know with PlayStation Now 
like Spider-Man costs 60 bucks with PlayStation Now subscription, you try Spider-Man and all those other games, you have more money to spend at the end of the month or the end of the year, you can buy Spider-Man right out and own Spider-Man. Um, um, then that's one additional game added to your library plus the hundreds more that you just got for free. So, No, you bring up a very good point. And, you know, back to what I was saying before about the Xbox Game Pass, because you had mentioned ship the console and then ship the games with the console right is that that's what you're saying that model so right. you have the console then you have the, the games that are on the console and then you don't have to pay for the you don't have to pay for them or you don't have to pay for the multiplayer right um, um, um right so right so you don't you don't have to play for play for the multiplayer anymore but um but you would still have to pay for everything else basically is okay, yeah, so I see. So so no more battle passes, no more other subscription services and stuff like that. I get that. So here's the thing though, with Xbox Game Pass, you have this is this is their data that they released. There's a twenty percent increase in playtime. There's a forty percent increase in the number of games played, a twenty five percent increase in pre orders, and a ten percent increase in franchise sales. So it shows that the model of Xbox Xbox Game Pass is working now. The actual Game Pass per month, if you want, is only $10, okay? So $10 per month. Now, if you compare that with EA's model, which is the EA Play Pro, that one is at $15 for PC and Mac, okay? That's for PC and Mac. And then if you're on Xbox, PS4, or Steam, it's $5, okay? So, for $15 with the Xbox Game Pass, you're getting so much more compared to just the EA Play. You get what I'm saying? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, d I definitely understand what you're saying. Um. And, and you're and you're right. The um. That date. That data has been evaluated. That data is accurate. So, um, so you're right about that. That is, um, the, um, that is a valid point. That it, um, that it does, um, entice more gamers to play. It does create more opportunities for game developers, for gamers to have fun, on, fun on the service, to get more bang for their buck, buck if you know what I'm saying. So you're right about the data. It does, it does reflect that. Now. Um, as far um, as far as far as as far as I'm concerned, far as I'm concerned, concerned, um, you, sir, actually did actually did just change my perspective. That was real. That was really good. What you what you what you did. That's really good. What you did. You just changed my perspective. Um, and I and I and I must and I must I must admit, um, you um you might might even say that say that my idea was a little radical. <laughs> It, it was. It was. <laughs> it was it a was little very... radical. <laughs> the radical gamer. The... No, but that's the thing, though. We we need that in the gaming industry because that that promotes competition. It promotes growth. That the ideas bouncing off everywhere. Everyone has an idea of how to make the gaming industry better. It's not like you want the downfall of the gaming industry. You want the best for the gaming industry, right? Right. You want the best for the gaming industry. But then, but then too, for all our listeners out there. Um, just because you, um, even though you want the best for the gaming industry, 
And just because you have an idea that you think is best for the gaming industry does not mean that the idea that you think is best for the gaming industry is the one that is the best or the one that's going to fly with the gamers or the the top executives. So at the end of the day, while you may have it may have an idea about how the gaming industry should be run, the gaming industry will uh, most likely could possibly overlook your idea for something far better or something far worse depending on the circumstances. But no matter what, your idea contributes. And even at the smallest level to all the to all the little ki- little kids out there, God knows, who are playing Roblox right now. Um, um, e- um, e- um, even, um, even, even their ideas, and they're not, and they're not, and they're still minors, um, is, um, is, is big enough to, like, change the course of the gaming industry. So, we all have a role to play of making sure that the gaming industry, um, is both professional, safe, secure, and that it flourishes. So... At the end of the day, you um um when you when you look when you look at when you look at the facts, when you look at the data, the data is there to support that with everybody in this ecosystem working together, it it makes sure makes sure that the gaming industry stays alive for years and years and decades and centuries to come. Um and from from the from the moment that the first computer was invented in the night in um, computer was invented, ba- um back um I um at least the first modern commu- computer back in the 1970s to to even in the future in the 2080s and 2090s and the 3000 and the 2100s when we start to go to Mars and go to other planets with those supercomputers and high-tech gadgets the um and high and even more high-tech gadgets Games. This is the way to go: is to keep our ideas connected and to keep and to keep the industry moving because the industry has to move, has to be progressive, and it has to flourish. That's just the way the ecosystem works. Where would we be without our games, our electronics, our computers, and our companies? Where would we be? Hey, we wouldn't be where we're at now. That's for sure. The, ga- the not even just the gaming industry, but the world itself would be in a totally different place. Exactly. So, alright then, um, I, um, I've gotta go record a Destiny 2 episode soon. Um, it's almost, it's almost 30 minutes on my clock now, so, I'm at 26. So, any closing thoughts? Um, I think everyone just needs an open idea with the subscription services. I think that when you go to look at games to play and you're gonna subscribe to a service, go check out other services first. Look through, see what's best for you. See what the kind of games you want to play, whether it's through EA, Xbox, Ubisoft, or um, you know stuff like that, or even the Netflix subscription service. I mean, don't get me started on that. That's something totally bonkers. But you know, when it comes to stuff like that, make sure you guys do your research. Always see what's the best deal for you. See what you can afford, and uh, you know, make the best of playing video games. All right, then. Um, all right, then. And my closing thoughts are. Um, no matter, no matter where you are, no matter how you game, no matter what you do on the electronic industry, you matter to the industry, you matter to your culture and your people, okay? Um, imagine greater, you guys. And, and hey, and hey, look, uh, look at, look at my, look at my slogan. It's, it's in my, it's in my podcast, you guys. <laughs> you get the reference, right? Okay, then, you guys. <laughs> Alrighty, then, um, th- um, thanks to Subject Pixels and a shout out to his other three co-hosts um project pixel a video game podcast is available um it's it's on it's on spotify right 
Where is it available? No, Spotify again? and everywhere you get your podcast. Spotify and everywhere you get your podcast. My po- my podcast, The World of Gays with Yo Correct, is available on Anchor, Google Podcast, Amazon, Audible, Breaker, Pocket Cast. It's going it's going to be live on Helium Radio Network at some point. I gotta hear back from the guys. You guys may have seen my tweet earlier about that. Um, it um it's um it's available on iTunes on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Um, it's um of course of course of course. Um, did I already say Anchor and Spotify? Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, I did say Anchor and Spotify. Um, it's available on Audible, believe it or not. I'm still oh, working. Nice. I'm still working on iHeart and Pandora. They review the submissions manually. It takes about four to six weeks. So sometime around August, you guys will be um, um, hearing a tweet from me um, about um, Pandora or iHeart confirming my podcast for release. Um, Helium Radio Network. Yeah, for those that don't know, is a podcast network where podcast shows that are pre-recorded or that are taped live are aired as like as like they're on TV. And I recently got and I recently got in touch with some representatives there um, to allow my podcast to be featured on Untethered because some of my podcasts um, I don't curse, but some of my friends curse, and so they put it on Untethered because it was unfiltered, um, um, considered unfiltered. Um, so some of it is a little bit a little bit high in PG-13, but um, but it, um, but it's there. Um, and yeah, um, I'm working with like I said, it was supposed to air tomorrow at on Friday at 9 p.m. But I have, but like it's not displayed. I think I think I'm gonna have to. I contacted them earlier, um, at like seven something, seven forty, to see what was going on there, and I'm still working on it. So there will be a tweet sent out, um, not too long before the show is supposed to air, um, and I will let you guys keep you guys informed. Um, thanks to Subject Pixels, you guys. Um, and as always, you guys, imagine greater, stay safe out there. I am Yokar Wrecked, and I'm out of here.